Meeting is being recorded. Okay, give us the order, please. Thank you so much. I hope you guys have water where you are. I don't want to make you jealous. But we do have water here. Alrighty. So. So, B'siyata Deshmaya, with the help of the Master of the World, we're going to begin tonight's shir on Sicha Saran, class trip with Rabbi Nachman. And we're up to Sicha Chaf Aleph. It's a very small Sicha, but it's going to take us for sure until the end. And we may not even be able to get into uh, to everything that we have. Thank you guys so much for coming. We have sheets up. Sheets are ready for you, prepared. And each line here, it's a Sicha about... Rosh Hashanah, and every line here is going to requ- is going to require a tremendous amount of Ian to be able to understand what the Rebbe means to say, how many angles there are in understanding every single nuance and detail. Obviously, Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Nachman's whole Indian is Rosh Hashanah. Rabbi Nachman said, "Gar in Yiddish, Gar Mein Zach is Rosh Hashanah." Everybody knows Rosh Hashanah belongs to Rabbi Nachman. Rosh Hashanah, this is this is Rabbi Nachman's yantif. Rabbi Nachman said, "Don't think that I achieved understanding what Rosh Hashanah is because I." received it from like a Kabbalah, from the Baal Shem HaKadosh, from the Tzaddikim. He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu natan li zois b'matana. He says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave me Rosh Hashanah as a gift, Sha'ani Yodei HaMazah Rosh Hashanah. Everything, everything that Rabbi Nachman taught and all the Torahs, Tikkun HaMalchus. Rabbi Nachman so much so was speaking about the Malchus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about the covet of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be Marbek Fait Shemayim. Often, often throughout the Kutumran you find this in the Sichas and the Sipurim. Throughout the whole corpus of what Rabbi Nachman was, Garmain Zach is Rosh Hashanah. So when Rabbi Nachman has a Sicha on Rosh Hashanah, we have to pay very close attention because he's the Marda Shmaitza, right? He's, he understands what he's saying and what's necessary to, uh, to understand the Hanhagas of Rosh Hashanah, and that's what we're going to speak about tonight. So let's learn the Sicha first in its entirety. It's a very short Sicha, as you can see, and then we're going to take it line by line and try to get some context from other tzaddikim that are going to help us understand what the Rebbe is talking about. Okay, so Sicha Saran Chaf Aleph, the Rebbe begins, for Rosh Hashanah, on this holy day of Rosh Hashanah, Memash Mishim Ubaim, right, already on the, on, the, on the way, Chazay Hashem. So for Rosh Hashanah, on this elevated day, Rosh Hashanah, Tzrichem Lias Chacham, person needs to be a Chacham. Person needs to go in with a game plan, with a strategy, to be wise. What does it mean to be a chacham? That a person should only be thinking positive, good thoughts. For example, that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is certainly going to be good with us. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu is certainly going to inscribe us into the book of life. That a person should be able to think positive thoughts. The whole Rosh Hashanah should be filled with positive thoughts. And it's amazing, you know, by... The, the rest of the world, even though now things are getting better a little bit, but at least when we were growing up, you know, Rosh Hashanah is a day that we dread. Rosh Hashanah is a day that we, you know, we feel a, a certain pachad, and there's room for pachad, as we're going to see. But a person starts to learn a little bit chasidus, a person starts to get into certainly Rabbi Nachman, and we're going to learn about what, you know, what, what, what Uman is and what goes on in Uman. We're going to read the next few lines. There's no day that we look forward to more than Rosh Hashanah. When a person starts to serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu on the level of Av, that we're in a relationship with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, he's our father, and that we have access to him in a very personal way, 
So Mamela, it's the day of the, of the deepest closeness, of the deepest oneness. When a person understands that Yiddishkeit is not something externally imposed upon us, that we feel we need to contort ourselves, you know, to sort of get up a shachris and putting on tefillin and everything, like we have to do it, what can you do? But we get in touch with that essence within us that wants nothing more than to do those things, that feels the most natural at home, mamish, in front of a gemara, at home in front of a sitter. That's the essence of who we are. Everything else is a distraction. So those few days from Rosh Hashanah, Sarasimichuvi, Yom Kippur, Sukkot, that whole trajectory of Yavim Tovim through, through Tishrei, there's nothing more essential. There's nothing more that we yearn for the whole entire year than to stand. Right? And this, that we're able to engage with HaKadosh Baruch Hu without any distractions. We're able to finally be us. Mamish us. So it's a day that we look forward to. It's a day that we yearn for. There's nothing, you know, Ibn Achman himself said. He said, the moment that Rosh Hashanah is already finished, he said, I'm already listening with my ear to hear them clapping on the wall, banging to, to call for slichas already. Again, you know, for the next year. That was how Rabbi Nachman viewed it. He lived from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. His whole life was a shtick Rosh Hashanah. Obviously, Rabbi Nachman's whole thing is bound up with new beginnings. And so, of course, Rosh Hashanah, which is Mamash, the beginning of all beginnings, is obviously going to be the Rebbe Zach, that it's a new year, Mirish Hashanah, Ad Hashanah, a person is able to start again to be Mamshech. We're going to talk about Hashkacha, Kodesh Baruchus Hashkacha. And this interesting paradox of, of Bez Rashis, right? Of this Nakud of Bereshis Barli Kimas Hashemayim Esaaretz, Bereshis, from the Tikunizayar, as Oisius, Ba'alaf Tishrei, Bez Rashis, the Aleph Tishrei is, is, is the word Bereshis. Bereshis bar Elikimus Hashemayim Basarats. We find that there are two days of Rosh Hashanah. Yoyim Arichta, but everybody has two days of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is two days. How do you begin twice? But that's the whole sod of Rabbi Nachman, right? That's the whole secret of two beginnings, of being able to start again and again and again. We know there's a Klal and Halacha, Miat Rabim Shtayim, right? Once you say Lashon Rabim, it could include infinite. So Miat Rabim Shtayim, at least Bez Rashis, Rabbi Nachman says, Garmain Zach is Rosh Hashanah. The beginning to start again and again and to have two beginnings. So Rabbi Nachman says in Rosh Hashanah you have to be a Chacham to think sheyachshav rak machshavis is to only be thinking good thoughts, positive thoughts in Rosh Hashanah. That's klal number one. We're going to go into all of this very deeply and you know through the prism of other tzaddikim and other perspectives uh, but let's first see the sicha in and of itself. A person needs to be sameach for Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is an incredibly joyous day. One of the most joyous days of the year, Rosh Hashanah. Again, when we understand it in the context of, well, who we are, what we want, and Mimela, it's not a day that we dread, but it's a day that we, we can't wait for, right? So it's a day of incredible simcha. It's a day of incredible comfort. Not simcha like Purim, you know, like a celebration, but it's this gentle happiness, this gentle feeling of, of having arrived home, of comfort, of this being my place. This is my ideal state. I want to live in Rosh Hashanah the rest of my life. A whole day of tefillah, and then you run, and you chop a sud, and you come back from Minchan. Before you know it, it's already the second day and you know and then and then certainly the Sarah made chuva and the seriousness of it but that goes hand in hand with this feeling of chuva as or cook rights it's the most natural feeling in the world chuva is not something we need to contort ourselves into a pretzel so that I should force myself that I should conform to some sort of you know religious uh, behaviorism that I feel is the opposite of what I want but when we get in touch with who we are and we allow that to reveal itself like the Ish Kodesh you know the whole entire Nakud of the Pius Setzner's Svarim is to enable us to reveal the Neshama right to reveal, to migale, step after step after step. A person who lives that way, it's the most natural thing. There's nothing more sameach than that. That's clown number two. Clown number three. It's also important to cry. 
on Rosh Hashanah, says Rabbi Nachman. Now, crying is not something we can force ourselves to do, but even there's a Bechin on the Svarmak Tashim of Kol Bechi. We say in Tachnun on Mondays and Thursdays, David Amalek says, Kishama Hashem Kol Bechi. And Kodesh Baruch Hu heard the sound of my crying. And even if we can't mamish cry, but to make sounds as if, Ki'ilu, to, to act as if, we know from all the Svarmak Tashim, from as early as the uh, as early as the Sefer Achinuch, but the Ramchal brings it as well. It's a famous klal that the Tnuah Chitzayin is my rarest apinimis. Right? Sometimes you have to fake it until you make it, but it's not faking it. It's it's just cutting past all of those boundaries and walls that are preventing the real you, which Ba'atzim is crying all the time. But then we enable ourselves to go ahead and to really at least act as if Ki'ilu, but then. That's able to be ma'ore, what we're really feeling inside. So there's a bechin of kol bichi as well. Even that's not the worst thing in the world, Adarabah, right? That, that also qualifies. Gam srichem libcha is Hashanah. But of course, the ikr is to try to get to such an emotional state where you can mamish cry. What kind of crying? What, what's the nature of the tears? We're going to learn Be'ez Rasha. And finally, the fourth klal in this small sicha, but it's packed. It's mamish packed. Rabbi Nachman says, that for Rosh Hashanah Bayoim Harishim, on the first day of Rosh Hashanah, Tzrichim Lama'id Bidibur Ma'oid Ma'oid, a person needs to really speak as little as possible. Very, very important. Uman is a little bit quieter the first day. A little bit quieter. And by the breast lovers, they try mamish, at least those that are really following the path, and Derech Avoida, not to speak so much. Va'amar, and he says, Sha'adam Gadol, that when we speak about a real tzaddik, it needs to be even more, all the more so careful about this. Vialkain, who, and Rabbi Nassan, I guess, records about Rabbi Nachman, that Rabbi Nachman himself, he would not say anything unnecessary, anything added on, any piyutim, only those piyutim that were written by Rabbi Lazar Akalir, that are the primary piyutim, Rabbi Nachman himself wouldn't even say that. It was called Kulei Kedusha. To try our best, mamish, not to speak any extraneous words, and we'll get into that as well. Okay, so let's go back to the first klal, and we'll start opening up the sources. We have a lot to accomplish. But I so deeply appreciate all of you for being here and for learning with me and exploring the sugi together. It's a special siyata deshmai that you get when you're not just you know hunched over a safer on your own, but when you can explore it with a chavrai kadisha. So it really means a lot to me. Those that are here in person, those that are tuning in online, means the world to me. So let's go back to the first line. Rabbi Nachman began with, that a person should have positive thoughts on Rosh Hashanah. It's very important. It says the Helig Avodus Yisrael from Kajnitz and Parshas Nitzavim. The Helig Tzadik says, This is part of a much longer piece. But the Tzadik says, That on Rosh Hashanah, Am Yisrael is standing in such a matzav down here below. But we're awakening with the Gal Shoifar. And we're accepting upon ourselves the whole Indian is Kabbalah's Al Malchus It's not even so much Tshuva. Tshuva we'll get to. But the Nakuda here is just Malchus. Mamash Malchus. To be Mechabalah Malchus To recalibrate our lives, right? And to reassess who are we subjugated to? Because everybody's subjugated to something. You're either serving one thing or the next, right? And to understand, well, whose malchus am I subjugated under? And the Uri Yishena Mishinascha means that you wake up from the slumber of being under the subjugation of extraneous forces, and you're again mekabel al malchus shemayim. That was the Nakud of Am Yisrael that came out of Mitzrayim, we'll speak about. We came out of one Shibud, and we went under the second Shibud. But the nature of the Shibud, HaKadosh Baruch was Altikrikharis Alaluchis Ela, Chayris Alaluchis, the deepest freedom in the world. It's not restrictive. It's restrictive to those 
that aren't living out of the neshama. To those that are living out of the guf, there's nothing more restrictive than Tyra. But it depends how we identify ourselves, is what we started speaking about before. And as much as we identify ourselves as the neshama, Rosh Hashanah is not a drag. It's the deepest, most beautiful yantav in the world. And Adarabah, we're able to shift out of a, out of a negative shibud and into the shibud of al Malchushamayim, which is the most, it's not an old b'chlal. It carries us more than we carry it, right? It's the deepest. And so he says on Rosh Hashanah, we're standing here below and we're doing our tshuva, but in such a lofty way with the, with the shofar. He says on Rosh Hashanah, we're going ahead and we're awakening up the chesed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mercy should be awakened upon us. It's not just Uri Yushenim Mishinaschem, that's us. We find Shnas Malka Yishal Olam, right? The Megillah, the Gemara Megillah, right? Right? But there's an akuda in which even HaKadosh Baruch Hu's chesed is revealed. We're waking up everything. The shoifer, the maral writes in, in his, in his, uh, his Pirish Haggadah to Saita, to a Gemara Saita, I can't remember exactly which right now, but he explains that the shoifer is the sound that reverts everything to its proper place. Any time that we blow the shoifer, things are going back to the place. Yoivil, for example, everything resets, right? All the ancestral lands, everything goes back to its place. And we say, right? That's the nakuda of the shoifer blast, the blowing of the shofar that brings everything back. That's the sod of the shofar and Rosh Hashanah that resets everything. It brings us back to Hashem. Everything back, mamish, to the place of Panam, Panam, Dibra, Shemimachem, Kabbalah Satar, which we'll speak about. That's the Nakud of the blowing of the shofar. It brings Hakadosh Baruch Hu back to us and us back to Hashem. And we awaken up the schusim, lifnei malachim marim, that we have piyutim about this also, right? That the malachim are bringing our chalana panekel b'meitav igoya, and the malachim are bringing all of our tefillah, so to speak, and, and awakening up the schusim in front of Hashem. And everybody understands, he writes, it's the resetting, to go back to the essence, to go back to the ideal, you know, the factory setting, before, you know, after everything got messed up again, right? But the mamash, the way it was, hashiva shavtein kaveri shayna. And he says, and that's the way it is, that a Kurdish Baruch on Rosh Hashanah, Goes ahead and has such mercy on us that he's masking to all of our redemptions. That we should only hear good news. Says the question, so how do we do this? How do we achieve this? By our Kaddish Baruch Hu, that we should be going ahead and bringing down all of this Shefa kindness. We achieve this through our emunah. It's through this that we go in with this optimistic standpoint of understanding. That we that we're relying on a Kaddish Baruch Hu's racha mecha harabim, uvechaz doy hagadol umeskabsim umestaprim lekavod yoyim adin, like the tour says, as we're going to see in a minute. That on erev Rosh Hashanah we go ahead and we clean our clothes and we dress nice and we take haircuts and everything's beautiful and fresh and clean and neat, like keilu we're preparing for a chasana, like a simcha. Ah, you're going to din. We're going to see the lashon of the tour. Over here he quotes it lechvoid yoyim adin vegilu beraada. So there's certainly that standpoint of. Of course, there's an, an, there's an element of this that we feel charata 
we're going to learn about what the nature of the Bechia is from Rabbi Nachman. Of course, there's a Bechina of this that we feel. Now we realize that we were sleeping the rest of the year, and there's a Harata that comes with that. But it's the Gilu Ada. But the rejoicing is knowing that the judge is our father, and that Akkadish Baruch Hu discloses himself to us in such a deep personal way, and that we're coming home. You know, there's no greater feeling than that. With all the Harata of how many years we've been on the road, but coming home is, is always but with Simcha. The Gilu Ada. There's a gilu in the Ra'ada. U'bis'ayrus tshuva b'simcha. And there's the his'ayrus of tshuva, but it's together with the nakuda of simcha. Hukvar yaduan, it's already known. Divrei adineinu mareinu agoyin, mareinu daiveres atzal. The Hedegah Magadim is rich. Schusri agoneleinu, he writes, ki aksib l'chaim. What does it mean? That HaKadosh Baruch Hu writes us and inscribes us for life b'sefer. What does that mean? Perushai, what that means is, ha'chakuk b'machshav t'shal adam. He says, you know where that sefer is? It's the machshava of man. And in as much as the person is going to be chakuk and is going to be inscribing, thank you so much for coming, is going to inscribe in his mind, chayim, memela, that's going to be ma'ayr and shamayim, that they're going to write you in and inscribe you for life. This nikuda of Hashem tzilcha, mida keneged mida, beruchnias. And he says very simply, Ki Arasha, he says a wicked person, when a person that's not been walking in the proper path and he thinks and he reflects back on his sins, and he's still trapped by that Amalek Asher that cools us off and freezes us into our Matziv. And so the Rasha thinks that there's no hope for me and he's not connected with what Rosh Hashanah is essentially. We spoke about Bez Rashis, the, the, the Nakuda of the ever ability to start again and again and again miot rabim shtayim that there's something there for both the Nakudas of Shemayim, the Yidin that are Mamish serving Hashem on the highest levels, but also Aretz, also those Jews that are sunk into the Indian of physicality. Why? And Rosh Hashanah is all about Kvoid Malchusa Yisbarach. Baruch Shem Kvoid Malchusa Yisbarach. That's the Nakud of Rosh Hashanah. So this Yid thinks that he's finished. And he thinks, Ein Hare but who wrote him into the book of Misa? HaKadosh Baruch Hu? He wrote himself into the book of Misa because of his lack of understanding of what's possible and his misunderstanding of what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is. And our HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Rachem Kilei It's in our hands. It depends how we view ourselves and, and how we view ourselves in relation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Similar davar, hamachshavas, hamavavodoy soisoy, humafigemes levi, leba beemas maves. That he's so frightened and he's so scared and he's thinking to himself, "There's no way that I can come back." And I'm sure I'm going to die this year. Either beruchnius or bergashmius. I'm not going to make it. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it's in his hands. It's his choice. Masha'en ke na tzadikim, but he says the heligat tzadikim. Hagam shehim zoychalim v'rei adim meemas Hashem isbarach, and they they know what they you know inside the baruch Hashem yasa toyleyachter. It might be on a different plane and a different level, but they know that they did, that they weren't every single moment of the year. It's yevshar, right? Tzadikim also sometimes make mistakes and they say something to someone they shouldn't have said and they give advice that wasn't exactly perfect. That happens also, and they come into Rosh Hashanah, and they're also shaking and trembling, but him betuchim biyushuasa. But at the same moment, they're batuach in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Racham and Bechazdai, who mischaskim Loshaval Hashem, and they take this as an opportunity not to beat themselves up into the ground and to further sink themselves into the pit of Yish Adarab. They make use of what this day holds, and so they get written immediately where? In the Book of Life. But again, who wrote them in the Book of Life? It was themselves, it was their own Machshavas, it was their own self fulfilling prophecy that they say, I can do it, I mamish can do it, I can start again. You know, there's a, 
sort of sarcastic Torah from the Satmar Rebbe. The Satmar was very sharp. He had all these very sharp Torahs. Probably told it to you in the past. But the Satmar Rebbe says, he says, what's Pshat the Pasuk? We'll speak more about this Pasuk also later on in the Shir. But the Satmar Rebbe says, what's Pshat this Pasuk that says, it's the land that a Kodesh Baruch whose eyes are on from beginning of Hashanah, the beginning of the year, to the end of year. He says, what's Pshat, that by the ratios of the Shana, it's Hashanah, and the end of the year, it's just Shana. Says the Satmar Rabbi, he says, this is how every person thinks about it. In the beginning of the year, Rosh Hashanah, we say, Hashanah, this is going to be the year. This year, I'm going to, I'm going to make it. I'm going to finish Shas. I'm not going to make one, miss one minion. I'm going to be, this is Hashanah. Then you come to the end of the year, and it's just Hashanah. Oh, another year passed by. So it's a little bit, okay, it's like discouraging, but, but there's a Gavaldi Gechizik here. Because the same guy that every year for the past 20 years, he comes to the end of the year, and he says, Hashanah, it doesn't stop him again from saying, Hashan, Reish is Hashan. Every year you start fresh. And yeah, we don't even realize how much we grow. We don't realize. We think we're the same. We're not the same. We're evolving. We're growing all the time. All the time. Life is a, is a process of growth. Even if you don't see it, and every single Nakuda, we're growing. We're becoming better. We're, we want to grow. We're yearning. The yearning is itself valuable. And we're making it. You know, by hook or by crook, we're making it. Slowly but surely, we're trying our best. And, and, and we're trying our best to try our best, right? We want to grow. But that's the Nakuda. How do you view Rosh I'll tell you another related tire very short because we have a lot to do. We might need to go overtime, but we'll try not to. We have a lot to accomplish. But also, you know, something so fascinating, you find that there were two personalities in the Torah about whom the Torah describes HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mabat on them, Hashem's perspective on them. The first one is Noach, and the second one is Er. Noach and Er. About Noach, the Pasuk says, V'noach matzah chen be'ini Hashem. About Er, we find that Er was doing things that were Ra Be'en Yashem. Right? Our Kodesh Baruch Hu considered them. Noach was Chain Be'en Yashem. Kodesh Baruch Hu looked at him and, and he found grace in Hashem's eyes. But, but Er was, was, was not, was Ra Be'en Yashem, right? Kilkalabris and whatever Er was doing, it was, it was Ra Be'en Yashem. So I once heard from Shlomo Katz, Mamish such a deep tire. Mamish a deep tire, Reb Shlomo Katz. Mamish the deepest. He says, if you take a mirror, and you hold up words in front of the mirror, and the mirror, they're going to be flipped around. And he says, eyes are also like a mirror. When you look in somebody's eyes, you can, you can see yourself reflected. Eyes have a reflective nature. See, he says, Noah, whose essence was Nun Ches, that that was his name. When he looked up at Eini Hashem, he saw Chain. He saw the word Chain. Memela, he made it. Tzadik Tamam Haibadaraisa. But when Er looked at the Eine Hashem, he saw Ra. So Er was doing what was Ra Be'ini Hashem. Memela, he kept on going because he perceived God as looking at him and saying Ra, but it was only because he was seeing his reflection. And this is a very deep Tarech ever. What's the Sefer HaChaim HaMesim Munachem Lefanechetz Munachem Lefaneinu? The question is, how do we view ourselves? Because the Kaddish Baruch Hu sort of stays out of the game. And Hashem says, is far more power than we'd like to believe. Most of what happens is the consequence of our own actions, is the consequence of our own machshavas. And of course, everything is Ratzon Hashem in the grand scheme of things, but we have a lot more control than we, than we like to give ourselves credit for. And it's not our own control. Kodesh Baruch Hu gives us control. But our machshavas are tokev gadol. And that's what Imamish says here. And that's what Benachman means, I believe, that a person needs to be a chacham lachshav to think what? Machshavas toivas. Sheyetev imano HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Hashem is going to be to, to be kind to us. 
וחוקק במחשב תמקסיב לטוב ואגם שבו אם לא איזה רהורים המזכירים לא יבנו יסוב and he says that Sadik also has this נקודה where he's having thoughts that are reminding him yes and there's what to do תשובה on and it doesn't mean you can just do whatever you want and God's just gonna be merciful there's a process of תשובה אשר הם רואים זמן הקיטרוג למעלה מכל מקום הם מסיכים דייתם he says largely they're מסיח דס from this it's brought from the חדושי הרים there are other perspectives also even בפנימיוס but the חדושי הרים says it's very important to rush through the vidui. He says in Yom Kippur, don't spend a lot of time. Say it as fast as you can. Get it over with. Okay, we have to say them. We have to do vidui. But he didn't want that a person to dwell on this because the machshava of a person is a talk of Gadol. And you get too drawn into it so then it defeats the purpose of what Yom Kippur is. And Adarav, you get drawn into the experience of chayt and the brokenness and you're not even sure that you can continue. Rav Kook has a, diff- has a, different, uh, has a different perspective on that where he says Adarav, there's nothing more empowering than vidui, but it's not for now. We'll get to that at a different time. Okay, so this is the Nakud, the Messiah and Das. And they think about the greatness of tshuva. They don't spend time dwelling on that. And the meila, they're nechtavim in their own mind. They've already been nechtavim la'alter. There's a story that they say about the Heli Gechoyzim Lublin, whose Hasidim and Rosh Hashanah were known to mamish make a party. Mamish, like people think Uman is a party. By the Choyzeh, it was like Purim beyond Purim. Dancing, Rikudim, Amchaz, Kaf, and, and tumble sauces. It was Mamish, like Rosh Hashanah was Mamish, the day of the greatest rejoicing. There were Snagdim in the, in the area that couldn't handle it, obviously, and they felt it was antithetical. It was Kfiro, it was Afgeris, and, and, and all, all of the above. And, uh, and one year, one of them was Snagdim, Mamish couldn't handle it anymore. Pasha couldn't handle it. And he burst into the, you know, to the base medrash, and he sees what's going on, all the dancing and everything, what's going on. And Mamashi was burning up inside. He was so upset by what, what he saw, what was happening. Gave him a little bit of yishavadas to see that in the corner, there was another person who at least, it looked at least, was taking things seriously. And he was standing on the side, and he was a little bit bent over, over a sitter, and he wasn't involved in the dancing. So here, the Misnagid felt that he could demonstrate Exhibit A and Exhibit B to the Chayzeh. To the you know, so w- like, what should we not behave like and what we should behave like? So he marched over to the Chayzeh in Lublin and he tells him, I don't understand your Chassidim, what's going on over here. He says, look at these Hefkei, you know, at this Hefkeiros, what's going on. Why can't your Chassidim be more like this Yid who's standing in the corner is, you know, is very somber, but at least, you know, he says, he's preserving the spirit of Rosh Hashanah and this is how a Yid should look on Rosh Hashanah. And the Chayzeh in Lublin looked at him with his essentially blind eyes, right? He, he, was, he was physically blind, at least in one eye. But Baruch Nius, he saw and the Chazim Lublin put his hand over this Yid's eyes. And when he took them away, the Yid was crying. Mom was crying. And the Chazim said, what did you see? And he said that, I, he said, the Chasidim that are dancing have already been inscribed in the Book of Life. He said, that yid that's standing over there, it's not yet so sure. So now, it's not clear what, what starts what, right? Is it that they're dancing because the Nisham already felt as if it was over, Kilu? Or maybe Adarava, maybe Adarava. Maybe it starts down here. Maybe it starts in our machshavas. Maybe it starts with our positivity and the tok of hamachshava, both spiritually but also practically. What kind of yid is going to walk out of Rosh Hashanah with the feeling that it could start again? Is it the yid that spent all Rosh Hashanah breaking himself and beating up on himself, or is it the yid who says, "Yesh lano avinu There's an inning of tshuva. Kadosh Baruch Hu loves us. There's the possibility to start again a thousand times. Nothing's holding me back. I'm fresh. I'm clean. This is who I am. I'm not defined by my actions, and I can walk out of here with my head held high. And Mamela, such a yid will have a life of. Chan- 
Chaim, Rishayim, Tzadikim, Afilu B'misasim, Kriyim Chaim, the Iker Chaim, the Eitz Chaim, Yilam HaChazikim Ba. Let's take a look at the Kedusha Slate of the second source. Where the Tzadik says, again, it's part of a phenomenally long piece that I believe every person is required reading before Shoshana. But over here I took out relevant paragraphs. The Tzadik says it's known It's a very similar Indian. Every person with a little bit of an Omek here. More Omek than the Avedis Yisrael. Every person is Mekabal Shefa from a Kodesh Baruch in accordance with his Madrega. Imu Taiv. The Shefa that's coming down from Shemaim, we already said, from Hashem, it's a Pasuk. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sends down Shefa. Each person, based on their own behavior, is going to receive the Shefa through the Keli that we make. If a person's Kli is Begashmi, as a person, you know, the Shefa could go to Gashmi, sometimes even to the Klipas, to the other side, right? Depending on the person. And if a person is, is Naku, Barleib, you know, Naki Chapayim, so Mamela, it's going to come into his life in a way of Taiv. The Imu Ishra, then it's going to come in a way that's not so good. And he says that the philosophers already bring this He says if you take white flax, white pishton, and you hold it up in front of, in front of uh, the, the light of the sun, it'll, it'll get more white. That's the nature of this kind of material. If you hold a black piece of material bit in front of the sun, it's going to get even blacker. How does that work? Right? How does that work? That the same sun can make something white and something black, right? And you see that fire, right? Sometimes it could ha- it could be mashpi on different materials in opposite ways. How does how does that work? How does this work? He says, this is a perfect muscle to understand that it's that everything is in accordance with the with the nature of the recipient. And that the light that's coming from the sun is, is non-committal. It's just light coming down, but it's going to depend on the nature of the Mechabal. Is that Sevesha Beged who? And this is the nimshal as well. To be MSI, here he quotes that passage. Of course, it's all toiv, right? But And And gives it to us. It comes good. And it comes in a way of goodness. And again, you know, it's possible based on Abedis Yisrael and everything that we spoke about. It's how he considers himself. Not if he's objectively ra or toiv. Every yid is toiv ba'achlet. It's subjectively, right? It's how you view yourself, right? How you define yourself. If you see Rosh Hashanah as being something external to the essence of who you are. And so Mamela, it's a drag. So you don't have much of a reason to be happy anyway. Right? And you're not seizing an opportunity to, be, to really reset your life and start fresh. So then anyway, so then how do you define yourself? So we read, we wrote about, we read about such a person already. What, what, you know, what, what happens to such a person going into the rest of the year? Nothing. Rosh Hashanah makes no impression. But if a person's going to go in with such an aspect of, of defining myself, I am the Etzem Tov. Rosh Hashanah enables me to express who I Etzem am at the deepest level. What do you call it? You know, in the Lost Princess Principles, number one, at our core we are holy, right? That Nakuda. So... Memela, such a person walks out with such incredible shefa, 
Such incredible Sheva. And he goes on to say, I skipped it out because we're not, we don't have time to go through the whole piece, but he basically goes on to say that this is Pshat on the Pasuk, he says, I'm placing before you today Brachu Klala. And Akadosh Baruch Hu wants that we should choose, right? And, and ultimately, another Pasuk, Akadosh Baruch Hu wants us to choose Chaim over Maves, Toyev over Ra. But it's before us Brachu Klala. So he's Medayik in the Lashin. He says, Re'ei, Akadosh Baruch Hu says, Amnoichi Noisin Lefnechem. I am placing before you Bracha and Klala Hayoyim. Which is a bechin of the Shemesh. The Kaddish Baruch Hu says the bracha and klala that I'm going to give you is the aspect of hayoyim, the nakud of the Shemesh, that it takes on whatever nature of the actual material. That's a nechin nechem. Hayoyim bracha klala, and it's going to depend on how we engage with it. That's the Torah. Zachanasasam chayim, loy zachanasasam mavis. But the Torah is a poison? No. It means that the, the way in which it's being processed is, is an unhealthy way. Amamila, it's going to, but it's all the same aspect. We know that Kaddish Baruch so the same nature that Hashem has, the same nature the Torah has. Mamela, we find such an Indian that by one person it could be an elixir of life, and the other person it could be a poison. It's the same nakuda. But on this day, on this incredible day of Rosh Hashanah, Kaddish Baruch Hu opens the gates of life. HaGadosh Baruch Hu is giving incredible, incredible amounts of Shefa from the loftiest places. Rosh Hashanah, this incredible day of Rosh Hashanah. He says the rest of the days of the year. Every day, that Shefa, which you received in quantity, like how much Shefa you're going to get, that comes down on Rosh Hashanah. Every other day of the year, because he's being Miyash of his steers and Gemara, one Gemara says that we're judged on Rosh Hashanah, the other Manda Amar says that we're judged every single day. How does that work? He says one is in the quantity of the Shefa, that's Rosh Hashanah, one is in the quality. On Rosh Hashanah, we receive pure Shefa, unqualified, just the Shefa as it is from Hashem. And then every day, depending on our Maisim, we're judged whether it's going to go Lataiv or Lamutav, right? And this Nikuda of the, of the, of the love. And, and the shachar, but that's part of the deeper piece. So he says in Rosh Hashanah, the gates are open, and then every day it's going to be mitzayer itself with regard to how we are. To the tzaddik, it becomes beautiful brachan and parnasa and banechayim azaynay. But on Rosh Hashanah, what are we getting? Shefa pshuta, just mamish pasha shefa from Hashem. It's hidden. It's in the way of voice without dibor. Dibor already quantifies the kol. Kol is, we don't have time to go into the, every aspect of this now. Kol is associated with the concept of kuchabarichu, transcendent. The Nakuda of the sphere of Tiferes, which is associated with Yaakov Avinu, Kol, Kol Yaakov. Kol is infinite, right? Because the Kol could be made into any word in any language. Voice in and of itself contains the potential to be everything. And then Akadosh Baruch Hu created the world with Dibor. Dibor is Din, Barashis Bar, Elikim, Esashmaim, Esha'aretz. It's all Elikim, Elikim, Elikim. It's all Midas Hadin. Because in Din, everything's very specific. And the sun is not the moon. And the morning is not the evening. And the winter is not the summer. And a person is not an animal. And an animal is not a plant. And a plant is not a rock. Everything is very specific, right? And that's the Nakuda of Dibor, specificity. But on the level of Kal, that's already where everything is emerging from Akadosh Baruch Hu far deeper than the Hey Moitzai, Sapeh, what sounds are coming out from which part of the mouth. That's a different 
nekuda. Hakadosh Baruch Hu speaks the world into existence, but it's all rooted in the kol. That's the bchina of kuchabrihu. The dibor is associated with shchinte, or the Kaddish Baruch Hu shchina. That's the imminent, right, indwelling presence of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And the whole sod of Yiddishkeit is to be miyachid kuchabrihu shchinte, is to take this world that looks like it's already been spoken and realize how even now it's still emerging from the mouth of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but it's ultimately connected to the kol, and we can find the kol reflected in everything. That's the ultimate purpose of the Torah and mitzvahs is using physicality and every area of halacha to refine human life, to be able to find Hashem in, every, in everything. Thing, to find the call as it manifests in every dibor, right? The kitzur nimrats. So that's what he says in Rosh Hashanah. The call is, the, the, I'm sorry, the shefa is coming down in the bechina of call because it's not the dibor of every single day. That's every day. It's mechalik in terms of what the specificity of it's going to be, uh, um, um, dependent on our actions. Rosh Hashanah is the bechina of call. Mamish just call. Achbar Shashana Hashefa Pshuta Bomi is a barber who was a dino commas, Pibachinas call, Velachain, who in him, Roshashana, Shana Toykim a shifer. And he says, This is the sod. Then Roshashana, we blow on a shifer. What's a shifer? Who call Bloy Dibor? A shifer is just the voice, just the call without any speech. Why? Because at the time that we're blowing the shifer, call Bloy Dibor, we're being Moira Shefa Pibachinas call Bloy Dibor. It's very, very deep. At that moment. And that's the sword of Tkia Shafer Kobal Dibur. It's a very deep thing we said with but I may be in the oven, it's a very, very beautiful and very deep idea. Philachain and Yeri finishes there for Yireh had Sadik that Sadik should see to it. Lishmar Atsumimachavi Zaraiz. That a person should guard his mind from any negative thoughts, but not just thoughts of impurity, thoughts of negativity, thoughts of anxiety, thoughts of impending doom, thoughts of pessimism. All of these are Machshavi Zaraiz, they're foreign to the Jewish mind. That's bound up with Amuna, that a Kurdish Baruch who loves us, Kalmad Avrahman Latav Avid, there's Bitachin, Kurdish Baruch is with us and things are gonna be good. There's also Machshavi Zara. A person has to be very careful on Rosh Hashanah from this. So befrapa says to me, Chuva. Shaaz Rosh Hashanah Yeredes Hashefa Pshut the Bilti Levush Oisios. On Rosh Hashanah it's coming down without actual Oisios, but it could still be Nislavish in Machshava at least. There's some element of this call that's emerging on some level. It's coming down into some level of specifics because it's coming down to this world, and this world is a world of limit. It's not yet on the level of coming down each and every day to become something specific, but the general nature of it is still defined in Rosh Hashanah Legabe, our machshavos, not necessarily our dibor, our machshavos. Dibor, how much more we have to be careful. That's element number four of the sicha that you can't even speak on Rosh Hashanah because it's not the chlal Indian of Dibor, it's just the Indian of Kal. And we don't want to start Chas V'Shalom limiting that Shefa and to bring it in on the level of how much we're getting that we should already define the whole shipment, you know, in as much as some random Tuesday in December. So then the little bit of Shefa that's coming down, so our Dibor and our Maisim are going to affect the nature of that. But if you speak on Rosh Hashanah, right, in ways that are negative, you could start to already be Mamshich, that call into Dibor on the level of the whole quantity of it, the whole shipment. And then Mamela, it's going to be much harder during the year to be Mamshich in a way of Kedusha. That's, that's one of the reasons we're jumping out of ourselves, but that's one of the Nakudas of not speaking. But he says at least to be thinking good thoughts. Because again, you're read, it's built to the Vashoyis, you're Gam, Baaser, Semichuva, Shefap Shuta, who you read. But again, the, re, the way in which we're receiving the Shefa, which storage house all the Shefa goes into, aside from how it looks as it comes out the door, but which storage house it goes But Clelius, 
is going to be relying on our thoughts. Because again, it does come down into this world at least, so there's some element of definition. We have to be very, very careful about what we're thinking of Rosh Hashanah. It's a separate Nekuda. At least on the mind, of, uh, on the level of the mind, this is the nakuda again of the shefa coming down. We have to be very, very careful to guard the machshavas. Rabbi Nachman says, better think only good thoughts, positive thoughts. A piece of what's happening on this day. Let's see the tour. Even though the 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 um, the, the Abedis Yisrael quoted it, but let's see the tour. And the Heliga Tour writes, A very famous tour. That a person at Rosh Hashanah should try his best to go ahead and you see in Uman, the streets are lined with barbers everywhere. Everybody's getting the whole, you know, uh, all the whole ground is filled with, with hair from all the Eden because everybody's getting haircuts on Rosh Hashanah to prepare Roichitz and the mikvahs. I have to describe what the mikvahs look like over there. Right now, we'll spare you. I don't know if you're before dinner or after dinner. Right? right? But we, we, on Arab Rosh Hashanah, there's an akud of haircuts and, uh, and mikvah. Al and he says, this is all up here, Medrash, Amr of Simon. What a beautiful Medrash. Ksev, it's written, Kimigoy Gado. Who is this great nation? How close HaKadosh Baruch is to us whenever we call out him. What incredible nation is there like this nation? It knows the nature of its God. Pirish. Manhigim, I'm sorry, Minhaga Vidinov. It knows how a Kaddish Baruch was manic the world. Because the way the world is, that Adam Shiesh like Din, a person who has a court case, what does that person do? The person dresses in dark clothes and it covers his head with dark with dark garments. grows out his beard. But he doesn't cut his nails. Because he sits shaking, trembling, because he doesn't know how the din is going to come out. And he's mamish in a state of mourning and he's beside himself. But by Am Yisrael, it's mamash punk fakar, it's the opposite. We wear beautiful white clothes. And we wear white head garments. And they're, and they're cutting their beards. And they're cleaning and, and cutting their nails. That's the key word. There's no deeper, most beautiful, wonderful day than Rosh Hashanah. People sometimes look at what goes on in Uman askance. And they say, what would Rabbi Nachman have said if he would know what goes on? Are you kidding? Like, this is exactly how he wanted it. He just happened not to know anything that Rabbi Nachman said about Rosh Hashanah or to understand the consciousness from which, you know, from which or within which these people are approaching Rosh Hashanah. Their Rosh Hashanah means something very different to you, right? So Rosh Hashanah, what goes on there, okay, hey, you know, obviously there's going to be the extreme elements of Hoyles and so on, but Bader Klal, the, the experience, Bader Klal, we're talking about, you know, 60,000 people, there are going to be a couple of stragglers here and there, maybe even hundreds of them, but that doesn't define what goes on, right? And Mamish, it's the same Nakud that but you see what you want Honestly, people came back from Uman one year, they're describing to me what, how terrible and this they saw and drugs and this. I said, I've been going to Uman for a number of years. I never saw, I push it, never saw any of that. Not because it's not going on, because where do you hang out? It's the same, it's the same thing that we're speaking about. It's like there's going to be many alternative realities, right, within or alternate realities within Uman or Shoshana because it depends who you're with. It depends where you're staying, where you hang out, where are you at certain moments. Are you being, you know, are you selling suit to the, to the, to the Kedusha that goes on to the Tikkun Klali Olamir, you're smoking 
smoking a joint, you know, behind some shack somewhere, and then you're complaining that, that Uman is, uh, it's like, depends. Depends where you are and what you're there for, right? And all of life is like that, is, is like that you know, on some level, because the world is very vast, and, and it really depends on, like, you know, what you want, what you want out of it, what you want out of the world, what you want to see in the world, right? And so, and so but, but there are cloud, there's a, there's a tremendous feeling of just... Of, of awesome clarity and simcha there. That's, that's just unbelievable. We can't talk now that Uman Rosh Hashanah will be here for the next 10 years because there's so many different facets and aspects and elements of what, the, what it is, the kibbutz, and why there, and why Rosh Hashanah. Maybe we'll give a share, maybe, you know, a Chana share, maybe we'll have an event before Rosh Hashanah this year. But, but, um, but suffice it to say that the general atmosphere is one of incredible, incredible simcha. Whether it's actual physical dancing, there's just an atmosphere, you can feel it. And that's mamash what Urban Achman wanted. Mamash. Wouldn't have it any other way. Because Rosh Hashanah, like, like the tour says, And he doesn't over here mean water, you understand? It's a day of incredible simcha. Because we know that we're, not because we're worthy, but we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is doing Nisim all the time. To eat a lot of wonderful portions and meals and shiners tents and, and shefa and chazeh Hashem goes on. This is how it's supposed to be. That's the tour. Not some, you know, chasidish sefer. It would be okay if it was also chasidish sefer. We've seen from chasidish sefer. But this is also from the tour. Says, Okay, this is already from the second piece. So let's go back into the second line in the, in the, uh, in the piece. And Rav Nassim says, A person has to be very besimchan Rosh Hashanah. And we learned just now from the tour, I think that was supposed to be actually on the second piece. Also, the tour says that Rosh Hashanah is such a day of incredible simcha and joy. So here Rav Nassim says, Mom, is such an incredible thing. Says Reb Nassim, skip the word Varichatsim, that's a mistake. Ki What does tshuva mean? This goes back to the very beginning of this year. Tshuva is not something foreign. It's not something unnatural. It's the most natural thing. Tshuva means to return our soul to the place where it came from. Tshuva means tashuv hey lemekayma. The word tshuva is tashuv hey. Hey is the shechina, right? Hey l'shma, l'shem hey, l'shem hashechina. The hey is the world of Asiya, is the sphere of Malchus, is the shechina. And it falls down. That hey falls down into the world. Because the world is hey. And depending on how we look at the world, that's how much either we're lifting it up to see it as being part and parcel of Yudke Vavke Kipshuta, it's the name of God, the Shema Mofirish is the Oilam, is the world, that's literally part of God's name. Or if we're seeing in the world the Hesterpanim, if we're seeing in the world the opposite, it's all a matter of perception. So Tshuva means, Rabbanishaladam, I was living under the subjugation of the Sitra for the whole year. That means to say that I took the Oilam and the possibility of experiencing this world as bringing me closer to Akadish Baruch and I dragged it down. Tshuva is Tashav Heilim Akaima, is to take the Hey, of the Olam and to see it once more as being part and parcel of Yudke Vavke. That's a sort of tshuva, one element of it at least. So that's what tshuva is, to return my soul, which is part and parcel of the Shechina, L'Sharsha, back to its source. Bebechina Zarka, the Nekud of Zarka, which is, the, which is that shrub that the Zarka says, the Zrikas La'atar de Isnatlis Mitamam. The Zara says, what's the Zarka? Zarka means to throw. Zoyrik, right? To throw something in Kedushin, right? He throws, he throws the Kedushin, he throws the get we find, or Il Chashabis, right? To throw something, is carrying and not carrying, throws something outside of, of a Rishus. Zoyrik means to throw. This is the Nekud of the, of the Zarka, which is the Nekud of what? To be sort of like catapulted back to the place from which we were taken. And that's what tshuva is. Shekasa b'simul namad helikute maran chelik aleph is brought down in the kute maran. V'sharish nafshus Yisrael says Rav Nassim, beautiful, good. We want to come back to our source. Well, what's our source? 
He says, The source of the Jewish soul is joy. The source of the Jewish soul is Simcha. Because our source is where? B'machshava, the Kutshabarichu. Yisrael Allah b'machshava t'chila. B'reishis b'shvil Yisrael shenikru u'reishis. This is where we come from. Ki Yisrael, ah, here he says. Ki Yisrael Allah b'machshava t'chila shesham mekara simcha. You know what else is t'chila in a Kaddish Baruch Hu's machshava? You know what Hashem is thinking of all the time? It's just joy. The Pasik says, What's the atmosphere like by a Kaddish Baruch Hu's machshava, which the Rambam tells us is one with his essence? Hu Yudea, Hu Yudea, Hu Amada. Kaddish Baruch Hu is knowledge, Kibiyachal. He is Chachmi'ilah as Mislabish. That's the essence, which is why we're called Banim Lamakim, because Zara comes from the mind, right? And we're rooted in that place of the, of the Chachmi'ilah, that place. There's Simcha in that place. That means that we emerge from the machshava of Hashem, and guess what else emerges from machshava? Or guess what else is the atmosphere from which we came into the world? It's simcha. And that's why you find any time a baby is born into the world, simcha. Gewaldige simcha. Because it's the same thing. It's a gilui of simcha. Because it's coming out from that place of the machshava, and the machshava of Kodesh Baruch Hu, as manifest in every human being, on a certain madrega, at least, is oid v'chedva b'mekoyim. At the shayrish, at the beginning, there's always simcha. We know that there's no such thing as sadness before Hashem. He says, the essence of all Averis, therefore, which is a disconnect from the essence of who we are and the sense of our being taken from the Machshava of Kodesh Baruch Hu, rooted in a world that's part and parcel of Shem Yud Kevavke, the final Hey, but it's connected to the name of God. This is the Nakud of Tshuva Tash of Hey Lemekayma. Mimela, all Averis, which is menatic us from that, is going to be caused by Atzvus. Because first we create a setting which is contrary to the setting of the Machshavta Yisbarach, which is the essence of who we are. Mimela, after that, good. So you created a setting that's different from where you come from. So what are you going to do in that setting? Obviously things that are contrary to the aspect of who you actually are. Mimela, right? And so the, the all Averas take place in a certain level of Atzvus, in a certain level of Yish, in a certain level of Hester, in a certain level of buying in to the aspect in which we're convinced that we are our Maisim. The Bechina of the Russia that we spoke about, Er, who sees Ra Be'ene Hashem, his own name reflected in the, name, in, in the way of Ra. Right? The, the Russia that we spoke about, who's the Nakud of Rosh Hashanah, he's written La'alter Lamavis. Why? Because objectively he's been written into that book? No, because he wrote himself into that book. So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So he says, this is the essence of all Averis. Right? Let me say the name. It's this demon, right? That this Nikuda Pagama Bris is coming from. Shama Atsus Vayulala. And that's where all the Atsus is, the sadness and the Yulala and, and all the moaning, right? And the, and the, and the, and the, and the crying and the, and the mourning. The Alkain Avera Gareris Avera. And that's why we find that one sin causes the next sin. Why? Ki Avera Nimshech Mimichina Zuamasa Nachash, Shubchinas Atz, the Itzavin Teichalna. It draws from the Tuma of the Nachash. What's the whole Tuma of the Nachash? The Tuma of the Nachash is exactly this to convince us that we are it. The pagam of the Nachash is that we should eat from Eitz Hadas so that we all of a sudden become confused. Are we toiv? Are we ra? What's Eitz Hadas toiv ra? And das means what? Intimacy, to connect, to bond. That means that Eitz Hadas toiv ra, eating from this tree means that toiv and ra become inextricably mixed with one another. The Nachash that before was external, was outside of ourselves, so we knew who we were and what we weren't, it becomes inside of ourselves, and all of a sudden, that's Ashikar Chabad that Amalek wants to cool us off by trying to convince us that we're something that we're not. 
So it's all drawing from the Nakuda the Nachash. What was the nature, what was the consequence of that? Be Sabin Techalna. Be Sabin. There's Atzos brought into the world because you went ahead and ate from the Etzadas. Hepech, Chidushas Asimcha, Shulas Smayach, Vashem Isbarach. Which is the Nakuda of understanding who we are at our Shoirish, Bishvili Yisrael, Shinikurashis, Bereshis, Yisrael, Alabem, Achshavat Chila. My very anoichi is who I am at my root is esmach b'ashem. Is incredible simcha. That's who we're rooted in. That's where we come from. Simchu b'ashem the gilut tzadikim b'chulu. But if Kishar Oyver Aveir Chas V'Shalom Nimshachal of Atzvos B'chinas Edag Mechatosi, the Chatayim bring daiga, the Chatayim bring incredible worry, incredible Atzvos, incredible, uh, you know, obscuring who we are essentially, and we start to become convinced that we are the Nachash inside. We start to become convinced and identify ourselves with the Meisim that weren't so good. Memele, we come into a Rosh Hashanah feeling. Like it's something that's contrary to what I am, and we have to force ourselves to be in shul, and it's so difficult. And in Kippur, we're looking every moment on the clock and trying to see when it's going to be over that we could eat. But but that's all based on this misunderstanding of what we are, Mamela, what Rosh Hashanah represents, Mamela, what the mood is supposed to be on Rosh Hashanah, Vichule, Vichule. And we unfortunately often get written in to the book of death, not because we're Chas Shalom, we should all live long and happy to 120. I mean, even Baruchni, it's not because that's how Kaddish Baruch Hu did it, that's, what, that's how we did it, based on our own misunderstanding, like we learned from the Kajan, sir, and the Kaddish Slavi. Which is mamish, this is the that a person mamish needs to go ahead and be embarrassed. This isn't to say that a person shouldn't feel like we talked about this nakuda of, of gilu bera'ada. There's a, there's a nakuda of that to recognize. We're not, you know, just scot free. We come into Rosh Hashanah, there's avoida to be done, right? There's tshuva to be done. Right? There has to be the Nakuda of, 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 um, of, of being, you know, embarrassed. But a person has to be such a very important baki bahalacha, baki bahalicha, it really means, based on Taravav and the Kutumran, to be able to know not to give up, not to give up, to know how to walk, know how to keep on walking, know how not to get dragged down so that you stop. To be a chacham, it takes chachma for this, not to be drawn into atzvus after this nikuda, vidui, and everything that goes on in the Sarasim Echuva, just mamish sitrachro, kumoshi hizr admar zal. Like the Heilige Rebbe Nachman spoke about this of Amr, and he said, A broken heart is a very good thing, he said. The ideal nature of how a Jew is supposed to live, Rebbe Nachman felt, is a Lev Nishbar. Simcha was only Bidiyavit. But because Lev Nishbar could quickly turn into Atzvah, better be Simcha the whole day. But Be'etzem, Rebbe Nachman wants Lev Nishbar the whole day. What's Lev Nishbar? Lev Nishbar is honesty. Lev Nishbar is being very, very open about where we are and where we're not, but it's not Atzvah. Because Atzvah means that there's no tomorrow. Leib Nishbar is Adarabah. The very dint of my understanding, my distance, enables me to keep on marching. And the, and the future is bright. It's just that I'm, I'm struggling to get there, but I'm going to get there. Right? That's Leib Nishbar. Therefore, his hill is gaber that a person needs to overpower and make sure and to encourage himself. And all the ways that Ibn Ahmed encouraged us to be besimcha, to think to act a little bit silly sometimes, even even if it's going to bring us to simcha. Any nature of bringing ourselves into a positive mood, it matters. On Rosh Hashanah, it matters. 
nishbar. It's specifically a sham yuchad every day that a person should be lived nishbar lefar. She chasel lefan of his barach kibben lefanei aviv. This is the shas poidedos that this is exactly what it's supposed to be. That hour lev nishbar is the hour of his poidedos. Vechal zekol bebechinas baki balachav. You have to be a baki. You have to be an expert in knowing what's the right thing here. What's being marbek foyt shemayim in the world. He says, we need to be makabal, the darche hachuva. We know that there is a mitzvah sasedi araisev chuva, but the tzaddikim tell us how it's done, how to do it in a healthy way. They teach us how to walk. The ikar al yidei kedusha shabbish, and the simcha, and he goes on. Becholze, he says, and here we'll bring it home, tzrichim biyoyse barashashana, but the main thing is all of this. The main thing is on Rosh Hashanah. It's the very beginning of the year. That it's Mamash, the first day of the Aserasimichuva. We need to connect ourselves with this Mahalach. Therefore, Hikdim Lanam Hashemiz Baruch, but Rachamov, Chaydish Elo, Hakadosh, that Hakadosh Baruch who gave us Chaydish Elo, Shasoid Kavanas Elo, who Anoisimiyam Derech Kanal, that this is Altar Vav and the Kutamran that teaches a person how not to despair when a person is feeling not so good and a person is experiencing a year. Read that about Hashem, how to keep on going. Let that not drag a person into atzvus. Adrabim esak shamayim shamatav. I rise to the heaven shamatav. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is there. Bavatzia shaol hineka. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu is also here when I sink down to the depth of hell. That I'm never alone, and that it's all up to me. And if I think that I'm hopeless, then I'll taka be hopeless. But koyve Hashem yachlifu koyach. It's those that are koyve Hashem that get the that get the strength. If you have hope, then there's still hope for you. It's a self-fulfilling Indian. It's a subjective. Experience. That's what we learned. It's a big sod. Noyach matzachin be'ini Hashem. Er is ra be'ini Hashem. It's a big sod. Big, big sod. So what who gave us the sod kavanas el, which are all teaching this in a kabbalistic way before Rosh Hashanah ki behems oiskim l'sakin darkei atshuva. They teach us how to engage in the days of Tishrei in a, in a healthy way. Once we finish Sod Kavanas El, which are teaching us, we can't get into what that means now. And it'll take, you know, at least a year to learn Taravav properly. I hope to write a safe on it one day. But Taravav teaches us, all Sod Kavanas El, and it teaches us how to have a Bikiyas in this way, not to get dragged down. So then we can implement these ideas that we learned on Rosh Hashanah. That's why Rosh Hashanah, especially Rabbi Nachman, the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah is the Tzaddik. The Tzaddik is the Nikud of starting again. Because you have to be Rosh Hashanah by the Tzaddik because the Tzaddik is the one who's teaching you how to do Tshuva. So of course you could do Tshuva on your own. And of course the, the Indian of Tshuva absolutely is open. Pesach, Pesuach, the Kabbal Shavim as part and parcel of the Kavanah in and of themselves. But the tzaddik is teaching us, okay, how do you utilize that opportunity? To teach us how to go about it. The jirachim and the eitzes. So you have to be by the tzaddik. To sweeten the essential judgment of Rosh Hashanah, to sweeten it out, being besimcha. The main thing is Simcha, Simcha, Simcha. That Pasuk, in reference, Chazal tell us to Rosh Hashanah, This is a Pasuk about Rosh Hashanah. What, a, what an incredible shift in the way that we look at Rosh Hashanah, but it begins with a shift in how we see ourselves and what the tachlis of Rosh Hashanah is. So it becomes something else. We'll just do one more paragraph and we'll start next week. We'll finish off. Chaf Aleph, <clears throat> who would have believed, you know, it takes so long to learn one tiny sikha, but there's so much here. We'll get into it. I just, you know, we're over time already. 
Bez HaShem will continue next week. But let's finish this paragraph, Zebuchin HaShoifer. And this is another understanding of what the Nekud of Shoifer is. Shula Oyer Chasadim Lahantik Dinim Kiyadua All. Kabbalistically, when we blow the Shoifer, we're awakening the Chasadim, we're sweetening any harsh judgments. But he says deeper. Hainula Oyer Racham HaShem Yisbarach Shiyastakal Rak Al Kalam Nekudas Toivish of Yisrael Bala Yastakal Al Arashal and Uklal. On Rosh Hashanah, we're trying to Uri Yashen Mishinaschem. You think that you've been going ahead and living life as your true identity in a way that runs contrary to the Torah. It's not true. It's Yashenim. It's your sleeping. Ani Yashenim, Babalibi Er, is to wake up that Nakuda in you that's always been awake. That Nakuda, the Nakuda Taiva, right? Which is the identity, who we who we are. People often don't understand. Uh, what's Rabbi Nachman's thing in Nakuda Taiva? A person's kol And one time they did one thing good for somebody. It's like, how does that match up? No doctor would say that a person who needs a triple bypass surgery, but they have very nice toenails, you know, and so they're, they're fine. They're saying that it, nobody would say such a thing. The person will die. How does it work, Baruchnis? But the answer is, well, they're going to do it now. I have Shirem on this. But the answer is, of course, is that the, there's a qualitative difference between the Nakuda Taiva and all the other stuff. Is that the Nakuda Taiva is, re- is a representation of the essence of who Be'etzim you are. And all the other stuff is seen as being extraneous. Memela, it's not simply something arbitrary like nice toenails. It means that it, it's an Aver Shanashama Tali is functioning perfectly fine and you'll be healthy if you can find that Nakuda. It's like a muscle, you walk on the outside and you see a building and the whole building is filled with bricks. Or all around, all around, it's bricks and it's dark and it's pitch black at night. But then there's one little area where it's open, it's like a little window, and that's, you know, you see light over there, right? So what kind of person would say, eh, the building, it's all, it's all dark, right? And define the building by the fact that the bricks are dark and that it's dark outside. But a person who has seichel understands that that one little pintle light, one, that little point of, of illumination demonstrates that the whole, the whole building is filled with R. There's much more R than not. Ah, the darkness? But that one little window into the essence demonstrates that the whole building is filled with light. That's the Nakuda Taiva, right? So the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah is the shift in terms of how we identify ourselves, who we are. Memela, what Rosh Hashanah is. Memela, that there's so much reason to be besimcha. Memela, that our being besimcha is going to itself inscribe us in the Book of Life because be'etzem we're living. But we think that we're not davuk, right? And that's what holds us back from the Chaim. But Ba'at Madveikim, and as much as we can understand that I'm truly Davuk, Chaim, Kul Chamayayim. Memela, we're written into the Sefer Chaim and the Sadiqim Amitim. That's the Nakuda of Rosh Hashanah. This is the Nakuda of Shoifer. Until we're able to bring this into our hearts, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's incredible mercy, until we come to incredible simcha, that this is solving everything. Fortunate is the nation, what do you mean ashray? It's the Nebuch that we have to blow Shoifer. We're waking up, we're sleeping, we're so bad, we have to do tshuva, it's a terrible thing. What are the next psukim? B'shimcha yigilun kol ayoyim. That's going to segue us into next week. We're going to talk about Bechia. What the crying is. Rabbi Nachman says, Bechia is Rosh Hateves. B'shimcha yigilun kol ayoyim. Right? That it's a, that's a crying of happiness, of joy. That's the next line in the Sicha. B'shimcha yigilun kol ayoyim. Of it's sikascha yarumu. Because we know that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is Melech Ayyib Tzedako Mishpah to do righteousness. Ki kol shoifer b'chinas asaris asarimin in Gina. The blowing of the shoifer is, it's an instrument. It's a, it's a, it's a clay simcha. That incredible uh, uh, um, um, 
Kapitel Tehillim that we finished Pesukah Dezimra with at the very end before Az Yashir, we say Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Ten different kinds of instruments are hinted to over there, and one of them is Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Tiltle Surah is Mamash the Shaifer. So he says, Ashriya Am Yoide because the blowing of the Shaifer is an instrument. It's a way in which to wake us up and to bring us to the Simch of knowing Yesh Tikva, Bez Rashis, Bishwil Yisrael Shinikur Rashis. To be written in the Sefer of Chaim, the ability to start fresh, to come out of Rosh Hashanah, it's the day of the, of the, of the deepest returning to our essence. There's no greater day. There's no greater day. And so what a simcha as we prepare for Rosh Hashanah, Mamish, you know, to, to begin to return to who we really are. I apologize for going over time. Be'ez HaShem next week. I thought that we were going to finish all this. We'll get to it. Be'ez HaShem will start next week and then we'll go into the next Sikha or two. And, uh, uh, okay, I'm so grateful for all of you for joining. Thank you so, so much. And Bezer um, Hashem, we'll see you hopefully Thursday night, at least those who are tuning in on Zoom for the Parsha Shir. Okay, thank you so much, Shimon. Thank you, Mord, all the Chevra. Thank you so, so much, everybody, for joining. And have a wonderful rest of the week. Kaltuf. Thank you so much.